0: What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson.
1: This cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior four Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the twenty four seven Sports podcast. I'm your host Matthew Bruni, and with me, once again in the flesh, is Colin Mitchell. Colin, are you ready for the next what? 72 hours together yeah um in uh, just under 12 hours we will be embarking on a
0: trip all the way to indianapolis Mm. going through the the mountains of missouri Mm. and the fields of illinois (laughs)
1: wow oh my god oh scenic yes very scenic uh so yeah i mean well by the time these by the time they're listening to it we're going to be either on the road or there so
0: that's true but we're not right now
1: we're not right now so there you go <laughs> we're recording this on Wednesday night um man oh, I'm still coming down from that high of you know them winning the conference championship them just coming back winning it the way they did I've I've rewatched that game four times already I, wow. I watched the ending itself like the last three minutes in overtime we I watched it again like, at like
0: five in the morning yeah I watched that like six times it's crazy unbelievable it literally. makes it
1: more unbelievable if you watch the minutes prior to it when they literally couldn't score and Western Kentucky kept and then scoring, they were just like, scoring. "Oh, let's just get three
0: quick buckets real quick."
1: And then they just did it. Oh my god, it was crazy. They had no business
0: winning that game after that.
1: Just incredible. But remember they they, they knew. knew they
0: had business though. They knew. They yeah, they they knew. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you
1: know. Uh, now I know. <laughs> now I know, Con. Everyone has let me know that I know now. <laughs> <laughs> you had your bracket ripped up and
0: everything. Literally, All right. for, those, been, for those for those who don't know, it's just that bracket's been through a lot. Time. Yeah, for those who don't know, North Texas is the 14 seed or 13 13th seed. 13. Wow, already messed up. Is the 13 seed against number four Purdue in March Madness, the big NCAA tournament? Yep. Who's excited?
1: Can't wait. First time me. since you Got your bracket filled 10? out. I do have my bracket filled mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: I don't have North Texas winning the whole thing. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that's fake. You know, I almost—I was trying to think of a way that I possibly could, but when I read that the lowest seed to actually win the whole thing, or to make a final, sorry, it was eight seed. I forgot who it was. No, nine. It was an eight. It an eight? I looked it up.
1: What was Connecticut that one year they made it? I thought they were nine. Okay. It was uh, an eight seed. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, um, and I was and like, then you I, looked and I, you I, saw that they would have to play Baylor in the Sweet 16. You're like, yeah. Ah.
0: So, you know... They're running into the Sweet Sixteen hey, for me, hey, no. but you yeah. know
1: they get there. They get they get, they get where they get. Some light. I'm sure people are expecting me to have them lose in the first round, so I feel <laughs> I probably should have them lose in the first round. With the way the way this is going, <laughs> the reason that they're here right now is because I had them losing in the first round, or because I had them losing the. Conference yeah, you motivated tournament.
0: the whole university against you. The whole, they, they, yeah, they, not they, just they, the team. Yeah, they had picket signs that all thirty five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that that street preacher that gets there on Wednesdays. He was he was he was chanting your name. He was. <laughs> He
1: was like, Matthew Bruni's the bane of our existence. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Anyways, we will be previewing uh, P- Purdue, obviously, in this podcast. Uh, but real quickly, let me plug before we do anything else. I need everybody here, if you haven't already, to go to MeanGreen247.com. And if you're not a VIP, become a VIP. We have two months for the fir- for $1.00. So literally $1 for two whole months of coverage, that's just unbeatable. Like, even if I don't post anything else for the next two months, months, it'll still be worth $1. Think about that. So, um, but yeah, after you are a uh, subscriber, then click on Purdue scouting report, player-by-player analysis, get to know the Purdue team, player-by-player, all that good stuff. And then, after you're done with that, go to a deep dive into Purdue's system, success, get to know how they play on both ends of the court. I think it's really good, really informative. And then, once you're done with that, uh, go to the free article, Three Keys for North Texas to Defeat Purdue, where I, again, lay out how North Texas can and will beat Purdue, including our predictions. So, check that out. I will give you a second to do that right now. Go ahead. You can pause this podcast. All right, welcome back. And now... Colin, let's talk about this Purdue game. Purdue game. First of all, let's just, let's just start this thing off
0: this way. What wins, a Boilermaker or a Mean Green Eagle? that's evolved to be green.
1: We talked about this. Yep. We talked about this over some Chipotle yep. for lunch. Um, the Boilermaker, do we know what a Boilermaker is? We just assumed it's someone that works on a railroad or let's, something let's like that.
0: Get a, let's get a quick, a quick okay. definition. Because
1: if it's someone who works on a railroad, that's a really tough guy. You know, I really respect that. Um, if it's an actual train, that's going to be tough <laughs> for for an eagle. A
0: Boilermaker is a tradesperson who manufactures, installs, and maintains boilers, tanks, and
1: closed vats. All right, so let's just say it's... This dude's working hard. He's working hard, right? And then an eagle, right? A mean green eagle nonetheless. So you can't just leave out the mean green part. It is going to be an eagle that is not just a regular eagle. It's going to be an eagle with the intent to attack. Yeah. And it's green. So... You know, the boilermaker just got off a hard day's work. He goes home to his family and then boom, an eagle swipes down and rips his head off. <laughs> and that's how it goes. All right. So an eagle I wins. I wasn't expecting that last part, To <laughs> be completely honest. An eagle wins in the basketball. A mean battle. green eagle wins. A mean green eagle wins. A regular eagle doesn't win. But regardless.
0: Alright, so the North Texas already won in one aspect. There you go. Let's, so let's get to the let's second get to aspect.
1: The rest. Um also, uh, appreciate you all for your questions. Uh, we will answer them at the end. If we answer them during the podcast, we will allude to them. Some of them, like, is this a winnable game, Andrew? Uh, I appreciate the question, but we will cover that, I promise, extensively. Imagine doing a podcast where we just don't talk about if it's a winnable <laughs> game. Just, yeah. I don't even know how. We just talk about the Purdue personnel, I guess. and We
0: just, like, North Texas don't plays. Don't compare them to North each Texas other. North Texas plays on this day and this day. That's it. All right. See you all right, there. There you
1: go. Have a good one. All right. Where should we start? Where should
0: we start? Where should we start? Where should we? Let's just start off with, um, with, I guess our predictions. We can run it off that.
1: Okay, I like that. Start at the end. Yep. And then work back to the beginning. So I
0: guess you go first. All everyone's right. Everyone's dying to hear your prediction. Everybody's just dy-
1: well. If they did what I asked them to do and went and looked at, maybe uh, they didn't believe it. Though. My three keys. They might not have
0: believed it. You could have changed your mind. All right. I'm
1: gonna pause pause this podcast again. <laughs> go look at the three keys and then see if I'm the same. And see if it's the same. Okay. I have North Texas scoring. I don't even know how many points I had them scoring. It was 62 points. Yes. All right. I have Purdue scoring 59 points. The you Thus, I have North Texas winning 69, 62 to 59. Um. I. Should I, should I get into why, or do you want to go give give, give
0: like a, a point or like what's the main thing that gets them through it?
1: Their experience,
0: experience, and their toughness, and their toughness.
1: I, I I think that that pulls it out at the end. I think it's gonna be just. I think it's gonna be very similar to the Western Latex games. I think it's gonna be those type of games that are gonna help them, except with run. a week
0: of recovery.
1: Yes, and with a little more shot making, let's say a little more shot, making. a little more shot making. <laughs> so I got North Texas. 62 to 59.
0: I have North Texas winning as well. 68. <laughs> I don't first of all, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Second of all, Same. I've only ever spoken my mind correctly. Mm. All right, what did you say the score was? 68-64. Okay. North Texas wins purely because they will do exactly what they did in the conference tournament and outwill the other team no matter the cost. They won four games in four days. They will somehow win this game.
1: Okay, Is it concerning at all that we both just said that they're going to out-tough Purdue?
0: No. And I guess we can talk about that No, now. let's go. Right here. Yeah, right now, now. I was going to say now. Start. I don't think that is. I just think that is their best trade as a team. Okay. Right? Like, they, they clearly have talented players. Like, I'm not trying... By saying that they are just a tougher team yeah. is not me saying, like, oh, That's James Reese do. can't shoot threes or... Zach Simmons is an awful center. Like, this team obviously has the talent. It's the fact that they have the talent and that they are just. Their willpower is insane. Yeah. So, like, you have a first team all conference guard and Javon Hamlet with the team that's probably the toughest team that North Texas has ever seen, ever. Right. And I think that with that, with the talent, puts you over a team that's young, like you said, Purdue. Yeah. And. Listen, man, they're they're not experienced in playing in the NCAA tournament, obviously, but they're experienced in the sense that they've been in tough situations before and aren't afraid of anything. And
1: keep in mind, not for nothing, while this is only Javion and Reese and Thomas's and Drez's first or second year at the Division One level, um, the junior college level is not nothing. And even if it is a step down in competition – That builds some character, yeah. Right there, just
0: being in Juco. Yeah,
1: like that is that is a different animal here. So it is a little different of a road. You have a little bit different of a chip on your shoulder, all the way through, you know, your college career than someone who is, you know, four star coming out and just goes to Purdue. Especially the road from trying to get a
0: Division one scholarship from Juco. Yes,
1: yes. If you any of you know Javion's story, if you know Reese, I mean any any all of their stories it definitely makes you respect where they are at this moment. Right. And that's never been a question. That their work ethic has never ever been a question. So, um I do think I agree with you. I think that is their best trait. It is something Grant McCaslin says all the time. It's grit. It's tenacity. It's all that good stuff that does reflect on the court. Right. And it's that's on top ten- of
0: the 37% shooting from 3. That's on top of, you know, Javion's efficiency from, you know, Float, floaters and whatever, and Zach's, you know, inside of fishing Like that's on top of all of that. Yeah. So,
1: how do they win this game outside of their uh grit?
0: Right, because everyone assumes that's coming no matter yes, what. Yes,
1: the grit is coming no matter what. What do they have to do to win this game? Let's go into on
0: the court. Let's go into what of our. Okay, well, you have your three things. I guess pick three different things. No, no. Okay, how about this? Those three th- same. Let's start
1: things. with let's start with the offense side of the ball. Okay. Um, you brought it up before, but what do you think North Texas has to do well on offense?
0: On offense, they have to shoot the three ball well. Um, specifically with Drez, you can't, you you cannot win this game with just Reese as your only good three point shooter. Um, Drez has shown that he's he's able to step up. Um, and he's gonna need to because the only way you're gonna be be able to beat a Purdue team like this is if you are catching them out of rotations, especially on kickouts or help. Um. Because they are sound on defense. This is you're not gonna just like run them over, get open looks like you did against Western. Like Western obviously is a good defensive team, but those open looks that they got are not going to be easy. Yeah. And um you need to take every opportunity you can. So Drez has to hit threes, Reese obviously has to hit threes, um, Thomas hopefully doesn't have another drought where he, yeah. you know, misses ten in a row. Yeah. But before that, like you said, he was on, on fire. fire. Yeah. And then if man, if Javion hits one or two, that's a I said story. I
1: might set the number at they might not have they might have to hit mm. They might have to hit eight threes. Yeah. And that doesn't feel like seem like a lot, but it's a lot in a low scoring game. It's a lot in they only score sixty three points, which yep. or sixty two points, which I predict them to. Like that's twenty four of their sixty two points, potentially. Right. That's a lot. Um And if they make eight, they're gonna probably have to at least shoot eighteen. Yeah. And so then we get into a scenario where they're shooting a good amount of threes. Um, it's, But I, I agree with you. I think it's going to come down to Drez in a lot of ways because one thing that was overlooked that I was thinking about the other day is the fact that Drez filled out their lineup, right? There was always that hole, in a sense, in the lineup whenever you ran out JV on the, four, the, four, the big four. And then you had either JJ there. Called the core four. Uh, Reem called them the Fantastic Four.
0: Let's do that, Fantastic right. Four.
1: The Fantastic Four. After those four, you had a big drop-off, right? So you didn't know J.J. could deliver. Um, You're basically picking your poison, right? Because nobody else was going to help on the offensive side of the ball. Drez and J.J. were good defensive players, but they weren't you know, exceptional offensive players. With Drez stepping forward, it was just another person that the defense had to account for. And that was something they didn't have this entire season. So, I agree with you one hundred percent. you have to make this Purdue team work on all you have to make all five of their players work on defense.
0: and with their with purdue's experience or being so inexperienced rather, that is going to exploit that in terms of you know defensive assignments.
1: Yeah, there might be a mistake here or there. um because they do. They play three three freshmen when one of this one is a registered freshman, uh, but three freshmen out of their top three of their top seven players are freshmen. yep, so. Um, And they don't have a senior on their roster, and I think that that is going to be a difference in the game. And I don't want to get back on intangibles because we were talking about you know tangible things on the court, but it is a real thing here that the experience North Texas has is going to help them. Um, Outside of that, I think there's some ball movement stuff they could try early on. I wrote this in the preview as well. I think there are some maybe, whether it's dribble handoffs, pin downs, um, off ball screens, sets for Reese they could try early on. Uh, maybe some stuff for to get Javion off the ball to maybe get him some space off the catch. Um, I would try some of that stuff early on, and you know maybe it doesn't work. Uh, but you know maybe it does. Maybe you get you a couple easy ones.
0: Contrary to what you just said, I think the isolation stuff will work better this game as opposed to Western. Really, only because of the shot blocking presence of Bassie that they had to account for.
1: So that was a big thing. That Bassey's... alone, to
0: me in my head, automatically eliminates anywhere seven feet within the basket.
1: It was, it was a big deterrence, right? Because Purdue doesn't have that in the starting lineup, at least. They don't have that. Uh, I mean, Zach Eady, the 7'4 freshman that they have from Canada, had 22 blocks in 19 games in conference play. So he makes up a lot of their blocks. Like, I think they only had, I think he might have made up a third of their blocks in conference play. Let me double check that. Zach Eady had 22 blocks, and as a team, they had 66. So, yeah, exactly a third of their blocks. Yeah. So when he's not mm-hmm. on the court, they don't have a dominant rim deterrent. And that's where I can I can agree with you in that Zach Simmons, Javion Hamlet can get to the rim a little bit easier. I would
0: I'm this is more I guess focused for Javion. Okay. Because I think Zach will get his mm-hmm. against and I guess I'll explain that later, but I think Javion here, you're gonna see the floater. You're gonna see him go to the basket more and try to draw a foul. Whereas he wasn't able to try that because it was too much of a risk until the end of the game against Western. So yeah. I would say that this is going to be easy, an easier of a game for Javion in my head. I could see that. So I think that when you that. have the isolations, like if, like you said, those plays don't work. The, I'm not as concerned. Or even just a pick and roll. I'm not yeah. as concerned in those situations. The
1: one thing about Western Kentucky, though, is there were times where he could get a favorable matchup. You know, McKnight could be on him, or Tavion Hollingsworth could be on him, and where he could take advantage. Here against Purdue, there's not... Bassey in the middle waiting for him But there there are a lot of good perimeter defenders That they can put on him And that is the one concern here yeah. is that I, I think that you want to save that A bit like, And I know you're not saying do it all for all 40 minutes or whatever, right. but, And you're just saying that it could work And I agree that it could work But I think you save it for the end of halves pretty much Or maybe the last 10 minutes of both halves mm-hmm. Where you start going to that a little bit more um, But I would try to move them around a little bit I think Williams isn't that good of a defender In space um, so if you can get, put him in ball screens and try to get him downhill on him, like you said, he's not going to block your shot. So that is an area where I think Javion can, uh, can do really well in. So that, that's a comforting area. For
0: and me. not only that, I think that Zach is going to be able to maybe put Williams, Travion, uh, Travion Williams in some kind of foul trouble.
1: Now that would be interesting
0: because, because I, I
1: also think Trayvon could put Zach Simmons in foul trouble.
0: Yeah. I mean, they both have... Similar games, obviously, Travian's on another level in yes. terms of where he plays, but it's not an athletic, you know, dominant yes. game. It's a, you know, I'm going to out outsmart you. I'm going to head fake you. I'm going to, you know, drop step, whatever. That, that, that's how they both play, and, and watching uh, him specifically against Ohio State in the, the game that they lost in the Big Ten tournament, that was an issue where, you know, you'd have a guy come up, kind of give him a little shimmy, and then he swings – and yeah. and especially when they're down, that was yeah. the main thing. When they're when they were down, you know, six seven, he's trying to make something happen, even though he's not a he's not a shot blocker. So I think that is a possibility if Zach plays a sound game, obviously. Yeah. Um. And hopefully, like I said, Javion.
1: Yeah. And then we have to. I mean, the thing about Purdue, and we have a question about this about their size. Um, it's basically, it's hard to describe because they're a big team, starting six four, six four, six. Five six six and six ten, so that's a pretty big team, but they're not this dominant force that I think North Texas saw against when against West Virginia, right? I think West Virginia when they had those twin towers in the middle were a lot more threatening of bigs on the glass, especially. Right. This
0: is a long team. They're not a f- overly physical team. Yeah. Physically dominant team. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, um, and Ed is a good player at seven foot four. He moves well, um, but he's not. Again, he's not this physical force that he doesn't play with the same force that a Toshibu plays with that West Virginia or a Manover even plays at Arkansas. I think both of those guys are probably better than him at this point. And which he's a freshman. eg's a freshman, right? Right. He's not supposed to be this dominant player at this point in his career. So, um, however, I do think he's going to give them problems, North Texas. He scares me in a lot of ways. So, um, I agree with, with what, we're, with what you were talking about, um, and that they can get to the rim uh, except ed i think gives them a little bit of problems there
0: see but i th- when ed comes in the game i think they do that thing that they kind of did against western and lot where they are opportunistic with rut- or pushing it in transition and i think that could be an issue with him obviously he moves a lot better than you or i both thought for yeah. a seven foot four dude but it's still a concern when you're seven foot four like you just can't help that you're not agile like a you know six three guard yeah so i think that if you had those opportunistic pushes. That could be interesting to me.
1: And, uh, I mean, going off of that, playing in transition, North Texas does force some turnovers here or there. They get teams pressing a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Purdue can turn the ball over um, at times. I know I talked about in the preview, uh, they don't have a guy average over two and a half assists per game. And Trayvon Williams, I think, is 2.1. I think uh, two. I I base mine off of
0: all, uh, all year games. Okay, yeah.
1: They don't have anyone averaging over 2.5 assists per game in conference play. So I don't know about full season play, but I based it all on conference play. Nobody over 2.5 assists. And what that tells me and what I've seen on film, because I've watched three of these games uh, from them, is that they they have a lot of passes. They have a lot of dribble handoffs. They have a lot of motion actions that, while they're not difficult, they still require you to pass the ball on time. They still require um, the physicality to play through like a – a a hard bump from a defender where I think North Texas, if they extend their defense a little bit, can get some turnovers. They can get some deflections here and they can make Purdue uncomfortable on offense. And so that's where I am also, to go off of your transition point, I think that that's what they can do a little bit better than Purdue in a sense, because North Texas doesn't, I mean, they do turn the ball over, but Purdue doesn't force turnovers like that. So that's one area where I think if North Texas can force, let's say, 14 turnovers for purdue right If they can force purdue into 14 turnovers and then only turn the ball over 10 times themselves which might be a little you know uh yeah hopeful i guess is the word but you know again they're gonna have to play really well we know that if they can get that type of gap like a plus four in the turnover margin and turn that into let's say a plus six six in the points off turnover margin
0: that could win you a game
1: that's the difference yeah and that's what they're gonna have to do because i think if you can extend your pressure Stay out of foul trouble, of course, but extend your pressure, get some steals, get uh, just a couple buckets in the open court. That's what that's what this team will need. And that's those are the easy buckets that this team doesn't get a lot of and didn't get a lot of in the conference tournament. So that will be the difference, um, and that's what I'm excited to see from North Texas. So we will see if they can do that. Um, Produce three-point shooting I want to touch on. Do you have something else real quick? Before I was go actually going to kind of go to that. Okay, awesome. So, Purdue, I'm only going off conference play because... I just went all season because they play hard people, so... They do, but because I... I was basing I, off their ranking. The reason I ba- uh, based it off of conference play is because it's the last 19 games they played. So, it takes away the first... For sure, like, five, like I guess. growing pains. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, in conference play, again, Travian Williams is a really good player, but he's more of an old-school guy. Well, they shot worse in conference. Yeah, shot way worse. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the difference. So... Uh, Travion Williams is more of a back-to-the-back type of guy. Uh, I don't know who I'd compare him to in the NBA. Maybe like an Al Jefferson type guy. <laughs>
0: that is a perfect comparison. I think like it's really good. Right, it's a super good. He really can make and take yeah. some tough shots. Yeah, uh,
1: but he's 54% from the free throw line, 54% from the field. Doesn't shoot any threes. Uh He's a really good passer, which I don't know if Al Jefferson was or not. But regardless, he's a good passer. He's also turnover prone in yep. some situations. Here, he can try to. If do he's too made much. to do too much, yeah so similar to zach in a way yeah but they yeah that's a good point uh they do give him the ball at the high post sometimes and just run some actions off of him as well so that's interesting to see um as far as three points go Jaden ivy is only shooting 21 percent in conference play but i don't remember if i wrote in my preview his last five games have been four of eight one of three one of four two of six two of seven so he's capable he's still a threat he's a threat and not only that he takes him from deep and yes. he's comfortable and with he's that just supremely talented yeah just one of the i
0: mean athletic yeah um he's able to make i mean some of the drives he has
1: are very crazy impressive, very impressive then you get to sasha Stefanovic, who is only at 33 percent in conference play but he is quote-unquote their shooter you know you want to not give him space their sniper because, Yeah, sniper if they have a sniper it's probably him um however if you continue looking down the roster then you see uh, Brandon Newman, who comes off the bench for them, 37% shooter. Uh, Eric Hunter, uh, guard for the starting guard for them, 27%. And then that's pretty much it. Mason Gillis is 11-34, to 34, 19 games in conference. And uh, that's pretty much it there. So as a team, in conference, they shot 31% from three, holding teams at 32% from three. Um It wasn't an area where they; it was a strength for them, and that's where I feel like North Texas can outscore them.
0: And again, this also comes from again. You said you didn't want to bring up intangibles. If you're a freshman in March Madness and you need to make threes Mm -hmm. in a close game, again, same with free throws. Yeah, that's this is where stuff like that can come in.
1: Yeah. So let's let's. Do you think that it's a what do they have to hold Purdue to from three?
0: Like percentage wise, or like, or like amount Oval,
1: overall. Overall,
0: because I am thinking somewhere along the line of. See, it's tough. You can't. Ma- they can't match you. Six of twenty. Whatever has to be it has to be plus three. North Texas.
1: Really? What? So, like, if they hit like, six, you can't they hit go. Nine? Like, it can't. You that's can't have North
0: Texas hit eight threes and then them hit six. I don't think that's interesting. Because I am going to be under the assumption that Travion Williams is going to have more than Zach, mm-hmm. and that Jay Nivey is going to have more than Reese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You got to make the difference somewhere. The transition points, those 6 points, yeah. you also have to have it in the 3 point. And that that's why I say Drez is my, is my X factor. He has to hit threes.
1: Yeah. And I it'll be interesting to see how they play cuz against West Kentucky, remember I was like, "Oh, you can't let West Kentucky hop from 3." And they basically said, "We're just going to let him shoot." And oh, they just let Devon McNaught Bassy. Well, Bassey, yeah, but they let both of those guys shoot. And uh even Anderson, they weren't really guarding him too heavily and he went what one of three or something like that so um i'm interested to see how they would play purdue will they try to take away Stefanovic, or will they try to take away ivy's three-point i've already said that i think they need to up the defensive pressure on ball but off ball is a different animal right because you want to take away the paint so you're here digging you're here helping that's interesting um, I,
0: I i i you've obviously watched more Purdue than i have the stuff that i saw from purdue it wasn't a lot of off ball threes it was a lot of off the of dribble threes. Mm-hmm. And I wonder yeah, if that. I was,
1: you watched the Ohio State game? Yeah. I watched Indiana, Penn State. I watched part of Indiana. I watched Indiana, Penn State, and then part of. uh, da, 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 I'm not going to remember the other one I watched. But against those against those teams, it was. Because they do run some dribble handoff actions. some Like I said, motions type stuff. Yeah. To try to get those shooters going. And they don't even take a high volume of threes either. That's another thing. They take less than. They take about 20 a game roughly so yeah 20 yeah so it's not like they're out here chucking threes it's a pretty reasonable percentage i think north texas is going to play it the same way they played western kentucky
0: yeah well the only difference is if they that they hit threes then you're going to play it differently obviously after that but i
1: think they're really going to just try to pack the paint which is smart and the thing is with with Williams not being able to shoot, that at least lets them Zach hover around the rim. And Mason Gillis, I think Thomas Bell can kind of sag a little bit off of. And they have enough non shooters, or at least there's not enough snipers on this team to make you fear for your life. Okay. And that's what yeah. I think the big thing yeah, is. Yeah, because
0: you, I mean, you feared Frampton. Yes, you feared right, Frampton, yeah.
1: right? And you, then uh, against Arkansas. You saw what Arkansas you, did to Arkansas them. is a crazy team. Arkansas just lit them up from three. Yeah. They don't have that. They're a very solid team. They're a good offense. They are uh, methodical. They give the ball to Williams in the post a lot. And I think if they give it to Williams in the post, I wouldn't mind a double.
0: No. I, no, I think you absolutely have you to just, double, especially because of the turnovers that it can cause. I think you gamble on the turnovers more than you do you know some guy who shoots 29 percent with three on the year yeah hitting you know, yeah, you two can threes. leave
1: hunter hunter shoots 27 yeah. percent from three i uh, completely agree with that they have guys you can sag off of and so i think north texas is going to play it the same way that they played western kentucky almost and if that is the case i was listening to a purdue podcast and they said you know they were, they were talking about how they should beat north texas obviously and how um they're a really solid team and then you know, they said that there's that chance that they get hot from three, and if that happens, then they're unbeatable. You know what I mean?
0: I don't think I, it's, th- I don't think you can get hot against this North Texas team.
1: Yeah, but I just think you have to live with it if you're North Texas. Oh yeah. I mean, initially, and yeah, it does. If, if they keep
0: hitting threes, but I'm saying like I don't think there is a way that that Purdue gets hot. I don't
1: think they come out of the game and go three of five from three. Absolutely not. If they do that, then you like okay, well, never mind. Let's play defense straight up, pretty much. Right. right? But. If they take five threes in the first five minutes, awesome. Awesome. Because yeah. they're going to go 1-5 of five or, at best, 2-5. Yep. Yep. So now we're talking about a different animal, and that's where Travion Williams maybe doesn't score as much. Uh, maybe E doesn't score as much. And even Ivy is a paint-first guard. He's not a three-point first guard. Right. So, again, you keep him out of the paint. Make Put him Reese on dribbles. him. Yeah put Reese on him and so the three-point line is a very very interesting thing to watch in this game
0: here's another here's another line that is that is important to me the free throw line yeah Purdue takes four more three throws on average per game than North Texas does and North Texas so Purdue takes uh, 18.4 I think I wrote down Mm -hmm. North Texas takes 14.8 That's pretty big difference it is a big difference and especially in a game that's going to be close, and not only that, we as of late in the conference, especially because again I went off of all numbers. Yeah. North Texas hasn't been getting the line because it, it runs off of Javion. Yeah, it's
1: isolation. Right, it's hard to get to line off. Isolation.
0: So that that is going to be that's a concern for me. I don't I forgot their numbers from free throw. Uh, um, I
1: have I have the conference numbers up. They're shooting seventy three percent in conference. Yeah, that's that's 15, high, which is pretty high. I mean, yeah. Western Kentucky was at. Seventy-eight percent. They were high yeah. They foul. were they were higher, but but still, uh, Travion Williams is the only guy I think you can foul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Wheeler off the bench is also fifty-four percent, but he's only taken thirteen on the year. Um, if you look at it, their top two free throw attempt men, at least in the conference season, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. Top three are Williams, Ivy, and Edie, as you'd expect, right? The two bigs and then Ivy. You have to keep Ivy in front of you, and that's why I was saying you kind of live with his off the triple threes to an extent so um i agree with you i think that's a really good point free throw line is a problem if abu gets in there and travion williams goes up for a shot abu just foul him no if you have Ab- abu or michael i think michael is going
0: to play yeah. i mean they clearly trust him especially when he play against Bassie. yeah um
1: you just have to go at him yeah i absolutely just go at him go for go as hard as you can for the block but if you miss it and you hit his, yeah name, it is what it is i think at that yeah. point uh Trayvon Williams is the only one that can't really shoot for you. He's got 54%. So um, that is another as- interesting aspect to look at it. Um, I do want to talk about Jaden Ivey real quick because, man, I've been impressed with him. Just watching him. And he only averages 10.3 points per game. He's been inserted into the starting lineup as of late. Um, but I know you watched the Ohio State game. I didn't even watch that game, and he played really well in that. Yeah, um, four yeah eight he three. brought him back. Yeah, I he didn't brought him watch back that
0: And game. that's w- – if he if there is an it, everyone knows what the it factor is. Yeah. he has it because let me tell you, some of the threes that he took, it was like, oh, well, let me walk past half court, let me you know be three steps behind the line and hit this three in this dude's face to try to bring my team back when I'm down 13. Yeah, they forced overtime in that game. Yeah, and he he's not he he shoots bad from three, but he can he'll make a three if he needs yeah, to make a three, sure. and that's and I think that's that is an issue that North Texas has right now for them. Um although I don't think North Texas can get I mean Purdue can get hot I think a player can hit a shot when they need to yeah. whereas I don't think North Texas has that right now. That makes sense. Do you don't think North Texas has that? I guess three point shot. Do you is mean what I mean.
1: create that shot from 3 or I mean, mean he didn't really do shot.
0: I mean I mean you have a dude in your face like this and you step back and hit the 3. Oh yeah. Like who's going to do that on this yeah, team? I mean I mean you can you you have guys that hit big shots like obviously yeah. Bet, Thomas, Thomas hit hit a Drez. pretty not, that's where I was going to stop you. I was like, they've no, hit no, big shots. No. They hit shots, but, they shots, but, but they're shots over. that are makeable. Like they're good. They're not bad shots. You're talking you know about I mean? tough shot makers. Right. Daveon's the only one really that can do that. Exactly. And yeah, that's the difference. I agree. I think that can be a difference. And that's
1: where you get to this is Purdue. Right. Right. And so that was that was my whole thing. I think North Texas matches up pretty well with Purdue. At the end of the day, I think. Um, with the paces being the same, I think this can be a low scoring game. I think North Texas stays in it. I think North Texas being. The better three-point shooting team is a big deal. North Texas forcing turno- more turnovers is a big deal. Um, I don't think Purdue's depth does them much good this game um, because North Texas, kind of the six players that they do play, all are comfortable playing heavy minutes. And Purdue's bench, while it's solid, it's not. You know, it's not like you're bringing in starter quality players off the bench, right? right? That's not what they're doing. Um, you're bringing in a lot of guys that fill gaps.
0: And again, this is where you hope that the spot, like it's too much for yeah. those Purdue type players that are freshmen.
1: Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I think the people betting on Purdue and the people picking Purdue I say at the end of the day, what you say with a lot of picks in the NCAA tournament, this team just has better players. Right? Sure. And I that's, mean, that's what, that's what most people pick in the NCAA tournament. Right. However,
0: you also have to have an upset and this is March
1: and you know i think Let me find the i don't right remember right. what what was it like 75 percent of, looking, I'm looking of seasons there's been a four over a 13 something like that um and if you look around the country man i this and this, I, I don't can't this think of a better one maybe ohio, ohio maybe. over virginia but oh, virginia's pretty stout i'm just saying you know it is march here so um the law of averages say...
0: At least one number 13 seed has beaten a number 4 seed in 25 of the 35 years. In the past two tournaments, five of the eight matchups were decided by single digits. Yeah, so there you like, go. Like, this is not going to be an easy game for Purdue.
1: Yeah. And for all the reasons we said, right? Outside of Purdue having the better talent, I think if North Texas holds them and gets to the similar number of free throws, makes more threes, forces more turnovers, um, maybe gets Williams in foul trouble, maybe gets Edie... Played off the quarter bit, and if Javion does what Javion does, then we're talking. Then we're talking. I think Zach Williams is going to play well, and I'm really confident. Zach Williams, Zach Zach Simmons. I'm sorry, I've been getting those two names confused the entire time. But uh, I think that that's where they can win this thing. And so that's again, I'm not putting it at like a super high percentage of winning, but I think that there is a realistic chance here that North Texas doesn't. Purdue doesn't lose this game. North Texas actually wins it.
0: I mean, just like they had against what had two against Western. Exactly. Western didn't lose that game. North Texas won it, and that is shown by that those last three minutes of that game. Um, now, I will say you can't, you won't survive a ten-minute or nine-minute scoring drought exactly. like they did against Western. But hopefully, that doesn't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and nothing is. You look at Purdue's losses this year. Five of them have been when they've scored sixty or less points. Right. Right. So if you look at the losses. Um, Oh, sorry. I'm looking. First
0: loss against Clemson. Uh, it was 81 to 70. 81 70. So then then you you lose to Florida, Miami, 58 54. Or Miami, sorry, 58 54. Uh, Iowa, 70 55. Rutgers, 81 76. Uh, Illinois, 66 58. uh, Michigan, 70 53. uh, Maryland, 61 60. Yeah. uh minnesota 71 68 and the last one they just lost uh, to ohio state uh 87 78 in overtime yeah so again five of those are when they've scored 60 or less points so it can be done here interesting point too. only one two two of their games are one possession games that they win by everything else is pretty much a blowout interesting interesting
1: um but one of those what is against ohio state ones that one, the, the one possession game you're talking about here and that's yes. a pretty good one possession win to have <laughs> well yeah yeah so, 67, so that's all 65. i'm saying is that it is there is a way to slow this team down and hold them to under 60 which is obviously i think i think holding them to under 65 is the only chance north texas has right i don't think there's a i don't think there's a way that north texas scores much over 65 if at all so agreed um I'm looking forward to that. I'm trying to think if we have anything else before we get to questions. Uh, anything else on top of your mind here? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Points, defenses. Um, yeah, I already talked about that. Okay. So let's talk. Damn, I, I have a lot of. My Twitter is blowing up right now. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Ren Baker. Shout out, Ren. Shout out, Ren Baker. They're, they're, they're keeping a close eye on you. Yeah, they are watching my every move. You know what they are? Because they're Mean Green Eagles. They are. They're waiting to rip my head off. <laughs> all right. <The> Boilermaker. <laughs> yeah, waiting to rip my head off, man. Everybody's just like, all right, Bruni, what are you going to do next? Bruni the Boilermaker. What are you going to do next? All right. Anyways, we hope you answered most of y'all's questions. Uh, NTSN, who's going to have to step up in order to win? You say Drez, I say Zach. Uh, again, which we covered already. Graham McCaslin said that uh, Travion Williams is a top 10 player in, in the country. Kim Palm has him as a number seven player in the country. Dude, could we be overlooking him? No. I agree. I agree. I don't think he's. I think he's really good. I don't think he's top uh, ten. I have watched. I think a lot he's of really basketball. good. I don't think he's
0: special. I think he's. That's a good way. To I think, think he's. He's a junior on a freshman team. That
1: is what I think he is. Purdue. If Purdue wins, they're gonna clip that.
0: <laughs> well, clip it. Well, who am I? I'm a photographer. <laughs> who am I? Huh.
1: <laughs> Hey, hey, that doesn't work anymore. They're starting to hold us to our opinions, Colin. They can hold us to our opinions. I'm, not, I'm, I have my opinion. No, I, I agree. Um, defensively, I think he has, he can be kind of, I don't want to say exposed, but I think there are limitations to what he He's does a good team defender, but yeah.
0: like you said, the second he gets out in open court or he needs to defend the rim, it's just
1: not his thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I mean, I don't know what Kim Palm based it off of. I trust Kim Palm with my life, but Clearly. in this instance, I don't trust them.
0: Well, who's the highest ranked North Texas player? I
1: don't have that up. That That'd, was told to me by a couple people.
0: I know, but that would be interesting. Like, think it's Javion?
1: Probably. Maybe Thomas. Didn't even know they ranked players, to be completely honest. Well, there you go. Um, Steve Hammond, we kind of talked about the size thing. Again, I think their size is really talented, but I don't think they're as uh, scary, I guess, for lack of a better word, as West Virginia or Arkansas. As far as height goes. They're not this offensive rebounding juggernaut that those team that West Virginia was when North Texas played them. So uh yeah. they are they have really skilled size in E. D. and Williams, but other than that, I'm not uh overly I don't think size will be the reason they lose the game. No. Right. I think it'll be a problem maybe at times, but I don't think it'll be the reason they lose. They have to be prepared for that at the end of the day. Uh Steven Pettit asked, What effect will close will playing so close to produce campus have on the crowd? I think it has a decent Decent um, impact in the game, uh, whether if – I don't know if impact's the right word. It will change the complexion of the game to yeah. an extent, right? I don't know if it will actually change the game, but the complexion of the game will change just because I think it's going to be probably 85-15 Purdue fans. and But
0: I don't think it has an effect on North Texas in a way that they don't expect.
1: Yeah, I think North Texas goes into this knowing you're in Indiana, Purdue's right there. They literally got off the bus. They didn't have to fly over here, and so there's not gonna be a surprise that there's gonna be people booing them. Right. But I mean, they went
0: into the conference tournament. Everyone telling them that they're not talented, and Weston's gonna win the whole thing. Avery Johnson, did you subtweet me? No, I'm talking (laughs) about Avery Avery Johnson mostly. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Get on Avery Johnson. For I mean, you said La
0: tech, so I. No, No, Avery was wrong. Avery was wrong. Not me. He's covering this game. Anyways, I wonder what he's gonna say he's gonna come on there and be like produce just way more time. I don't know what I saw is, in is Frisco. Is that how Avery
1: Johnson talks? I don't know what he sounds like. To be completely you, honest, you know what Avery Johnson sounds like if you heard him. He's I mean, not I, I, it's not like I and I and I just can't. And North Texas just doesn't have it in them right now. Charles Bass just too good. That's how Avery Johnson talks. Anyways, don't disrespect the Spurs great like that. Uh, I don't think it has an cha- impact on the game. I think North Texas players will react perfectly fine to any type of feedback, and I think they're going to be fine with it because there's going to be some North Texas fans there. So thank you for your question, Stephen. Uh, anything else? I think we are all good. Thank you, NTSN, Andrew, Steve, Stephen. And Tony asked uh, if you think North Texas being a se- team full of seniors and juniors will help versus Purdue, who has mostly underclassmen. I think we talked about that already. I think the experience will help North Texas. I think there's going to be a little bit of desperate desperation there. Um, however, Purdue is the more talented team. So right. you have to at least keep it close in order for that to matter. And I think they will. So I think it will matter to answer your question. Thank you, Tony. Um, And that is all we have for questions.
0: I forgot to bring up a stat earlier. Go ahead. Um, I think the biggest reason why I have North Texas winning, not only their toughness, obviously, um, Purdue only averages 71.5 points per game the whole year. Um, And North Texas has shown against the good teams that they played that it doesn't matter how many you average for the year. We're going to hold you to whatever is below your average. Yeah. And so I think that's
1: what plays easiest into North Texas's hand here. I definitely think, like I said, I think they hold Purdue. I don't know if there's a way Purdue scores over 70 this game. The problem is, I don't know if there's a way North Texas can score over 65. Well, it's threes. I mean, if
0: they if they get to North Texas of last year where they were hitting like 11 threes in a game sometimes or you know, twelve threes. I don't in think g-
1: Purdue's going to let him hit eleven threes in a game.
0: No, I don't think so either. But I'm saying like that would be the only way. I don't
1: think there's a way. I don't think there's a way they score over sixty-five points. In North Texas, not the way they want to play. They don't want to score over. 65 no, they don't. Points. They want to win sixty to fifty-nine.
0: Now, <laughs> unless they get up to a you know forty-three to twenty-three halftime lead, 17-0 start again. <laughs> Man, I would lose. You my know mind. how quiet that Lucas Owl Stadium would be. I lose my mind. Be, you'd see two dudes on media row going ballistic because that was the second time they've seen it in the last two weeks, and everyone in the everyone, all the Purdue people would just be like, "Oh my god!" The whole you time, hear, would you
1: hear booze? No, you wouldn't hear booze. Nah, not for college kids, I don't think. But no, when when North Texas did that at the Western Kentucky, I just sat there with my hands on my head the whole time. That was like my infinite post. Looked, for the whole game. It
0: literally looked like Western already lost.
1: Yeah, like, but they didn't. And then they did. <laughs> so, um, I have a couple of the notes here real quick. I'll just run down. Williams has been shaky these past few weeks. He hasn't his. – he's been in, like, single digits for, I think, what, five of the last six games, something like that? Oh, I, haven't, I didn't see that. Yeah. He's Interesting. Been, but they've been winning. They haven't needed him. So, that's another thing is they don't need Williams to score a lot in order to win the game. He's kind of just a luxury. In the a reason
0: sense. why I'm – not he's kind of a stabilizing that's force. nothing that's concerning to me in terms of them still winning games without him only because we've seen how well North Texas has done against guards defensively
1: I agree I agree um force team Purdue takes force teams to take a lot of threes which I think North Texas can thrive off of uh they're have distributed minutes um what else what else what else what else I think North Texas could throw in some full court press oh <sighs> man i wouldn't be mad at that i don't think it has to be like crazy but no, i know but that would be a couple possessions here just and there to run him down just to just to try to throw him off a little bit you like can it. throw some def- purdue doesn't throw any def- different defenses at anybody right at least not what i saw i don't i didn't watch the game where they were down to ohio state maybe they threw something crazy at them nothing but, crazy uh they don't press at all they don't trap really they they double the post sometimes but they don't do anything crazy there um i think zach can score on williams if he catches it in the right spot takes a strong dribble and Did just, just score the basket. yeah Definitely, definitely. Um, what else here? What else do I have here? Purdue will probably win the rebounding battle, but I don't think it's going to be a, it can't be like a huge margin. I think right. North Texas.
0: I think they only win it in 80s minutes.
1: I think, yeah, probably. They are a way better rebounding team with Evie on the court, to no one's surprise, but still. Here, uh, here's, here, I'll, I'm going to hit you with a couple questions. that,
0: And you can tell me what it has to be for North Texas to win. How mm-hmm. many points does JV on need? You know what I'm going to say. Is it gonna be eighteen? Because it needs to be more than eighteen. I feel
1: like. I think eighteen does it. Eighteen does it. That's a third of their points almost again.
0: That's a good point actually. Almost. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking in terms of, I guess, higher scores. See,
1: that's the thing. If you look at it from like eighteen points, if you compare it to the NBA, like just on a possession count basis, like let's say in the NBA, let's say in the NBA there's ninety six possessions, and in college there's sixty five possessions, that's thirty possessions less. Yeah. And so, that's a third less. Yeah. So, if you, again, multiply Javion's 18 and add a, uh, if you add half of that to the number, then really that's like 27 points in the NBA. I don't know if that made sense to anybody else, but that's what it would be. There's the NBA equivalent to 18 points. Okay. So, I'm sticking with 18. I think if he scores okay. 18, I think they win.
0: Okay. How many does Drez need? 10.
1: That's hard. Maybe eleven. That's tough. He scored. He scored in the last two games. He did. It's just he scored thirteen against last eight. It's Jackson just not something we've been used to. For long enough yet. All right. Funniest p- thing is 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 them. Oh, I shouldn't even say this. I shouldn't say this. Say it. Is is everyone just? I can't say this. I can't say this. <laughs> <laughs> Look again. Drez has shown up. All right, and he's a junior college player, so it took him a while to get his feet under him. Okay. All right. He struggled though throughout the season. Okay. But now he's back, or he's here. So that's all I'm going to say. Were you going to say he's trash or something? No, 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 no. I was just going to say uh, it's it was hard to assess him. And obviously people were hard on him because he wasn't shooting the ball well. Right, he's not Mo. And now he is shooting the ball yeah. well. We're not going to have some revisionist history where we're like, oh, he was always oh, this yeah. good. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. No, that's no. not what I was saying. No, no, no. I'm just
0: saying we're not used to seeing him play this well. So it's weird to continue saying... No, I, I know, but I'm not even talking yeah.
1: about you. I'm talking about, like, on, on Twitter and stuff. Oh, okay. Where we're like, like, oh, Drez always used to be this good. And it's like, no, no, he worked his ass off, and now he's here. Yeah. Now he's playing well, Agreed. and he'll probably carry over to next year. Yep. But we have to be realistic here at times. So go ahead. What's next? Last thing. All right,
0: no, we'll do two more things. Go ahead. How many free throws does this team need to make? Make? Make. Make.
1: 14. Okay, that's not happening. Oh my never mind, never mind. Take it, <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it I back. Take it back. Like, take take it back. Take, back temp, like take it back. Take it back. 10. 10, 10 to 14. 10 to 14. 14. 10 of 14. Okay. 10 to 14. There you go. Any other numbers? <noise> yeah, last number. Or, I already said the turnovers. Did I say it on on this podcast, or did I say it beforehand when I said they need? I did say it on this podcast where they can yeah, force fourteen. Yeah, and only have 10? the six point difference. Yeah, have yeah. six point difference. here, points. here
0: is one. When Zach's off, can you afford to lose those minutes? In any in any amount, like minus two.
1: He's gonna be off the court for about ten minutes,
0: assuming no foul trouble.
1: Yeah, I think he plays. So yeah, he plays about thirty minutes. I don't know. I think you can afford to lose them by no more than four. Okay. Do you think Ten minutes minus four? That's not bad. Okay. I'll take that.
0: Man, we gotta see some Abu walls.
1: Abu's gonna have to play the game of his life.
0: It's gotta be ODU times
1: twelve. Life. I don't know why twelve, but his life. Yes. The game of his life. Abu Uzman. Why he's that's why he came here from Brooklyn, New York. That's what he's built for. I believe in him. Alright. Um, anything else here? I think we're all good here. Um again the points are very distributed for, for Purdue. Uh I think seven players range from seven and or six players range from seven and a half to ten and a half, and then you have Williams at eight and a half, something like that. Um I can't wait. We're gonna be driving up there tomorrow, or when you listen to this, I guess today. Um, when everyone else is driving up there and or flying and or flying yes shout out to our friends that are flying over us (laughs) um hello but we will be driving there and you know who knows maybe we'll go live on twitter or something stereo just to kill some time i don't know it couldn't be stereo just kidding i can't it be stereo no us in the same car with two phones going i was gonna say can we just have one phone Probably, probably we'll see. Who knows? We'll do something, uh, but yeah, again, check out all the content on our site at mingreen247.com. We have a two two months for one dollar subscription going on, so take advantage of that. We'd really appreciate that. Follow us on t- Twitter at mingreen247, uh, Colin at CJH Mitchell, me at Matthew Bruny underscore, and follow us on SoundCloud at Bruny's Breakdown Podcast and Apple. Uh, same thing, Bruny's Breakdown Podcast. Leave us a five star rating and review on Apple. Uh, we're at forty-nine ratings, Colin. Damn. Round of applause. One away. We couldn't get to fifty after one that conference away. championship. One away, Colin. Wow. One away. We have to encourage people. Sorry,
0: we're going to be at hundred after they win this first. Game. We have so to encourage okay.
1: people. Right, our listenership's just going to go through the. You're going to hear all the
0: Purdue people that heard me saying that he's just a junior on a freshman team, and he's going to be like, "Damn, you're right.
1: Damn, you're, you know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> That's dude, that up. photographer. Oh man, he, he sure, did <laughs> sure did get us. Sure did get us." <laughs> lord okay, okay. Everybody anyways in someone's head rent free no rent <laughs> free rent <We're> free <laughs> all right anyways uh thank you all for joining us and we'll talk to y'all later